Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Welcome to the podcast series Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson and today I've got the great pleasure of talking with a brand new author that's hit the streets of Australia and soon to be the world and his name is Peter Hodkinson. Welcome Peter, how are you going? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Now before I go any further, your brand new book is called Inside the Notebook. And listeners, I have to read you the blurb because it had me at hello. See what you think. Abby was shy, not just scared to talk in front of the class shy, but wandering the schoolyard alone shy when her favourite grandma gives her a unique notebook on her 10th birthday, Abby's life is changed forever. Now, to me, oh, my gosh, I would want that as a kid. I'd want that in my classroom now. Peter? Tell us about this book. Inside the notebook, uh, it came from. Look, I'm a teacher, and so yep. and I have two young daughters. So Tilly's eight, and Isla is five. And Tilly is a strong reader, but we were at a point where it was tricky. She wasn't Harry Potter ready, but she was yep. she was way beyond some of the, the little books that we'd read. So I had an idea during remote learning while COVID was happening um, <laughs> that I'd like to write a book. I'd started yeah. a few before, but never got any very far. And so we sat down and had a little chat. And inside the notebook was born. I it's a look. It's a book about a young girl um, yeah. who's she's ten and she look she struggles in her life to have a voice. She doesn't feel confident in her own skin. She it's like a lot of kids. Look, to be honest, it's oh, about what it? I was like at school. <laughs> oh my gosh, me too. Yeah. And so Abby finds. I wanted a funny way. An interesting way for her to find a voice and learn yeah. three lessons about herself yeah. um, and then come out the other end how I sort of I I found for me it was drama I found I became a drama teacher and an English yeah. teacher but later on I found drama which gave me confidence and and, and then I became an actor and a musician so the, the shyness sort of fell away in the end yeah yeah but for me th- that the notebook is sort of symbolic of that of that finding or at least this part of it this, yes. this this book with the notebook is about that finding your voice and finding who you are. And so, yeah, Abby. Oh my it's, gosh! It's funny. It's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be fun for a parent to read or yeah. fun for a student to read, depending yeah. on who you are. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think in that you know coming into that um, three four level, I've always found it quite hard for those reluctant readers that that want to be cool and want to be looking like they're reading a, a chapter book but you know they're not quite there, but you don't want to squash their dreams by giving them a, an easier reader. I totally yeah. understand that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But this has got the mystery and, and intrigue that I love as well. And you're you're well qualified, um, Pete, to do this, being both a teacher and a parent. Yeah. But I'm loving the drama aspect of this. You know, has, has all of that thrown um, into this book to create something unique, do you think? 
Yes. Look, I'm a I'm one of my favorite the, the book that awakened me to the, to to writing and things was was Terry Pratchett books. Terry Pratchett, yeah, um, yeah. fantastic writer. And so, yeah. well, I actually was reading through the book again in the final edit with two of my girls again just to make sure because yeah. they're my you know my it's the muses they they tell me whether something works mouth or not. of babes they, yeah, they know what they need yeah. that's it and I, yeah. I, I sort of judge whether they're laughing whether they're yeah. asking me questions yeah. about what happened and I was very cute because Tilly was listening and realizing that some of the stuff in the book is from our life because as a writer you write from experience of course you do yeah. some of our our family's things are in there <laughs> she was really excited to she's starting to pick up on it yeah. but um I wanted the characters, especially the characters she meets in the notebook and the, and the, and the larger-than-life animals and things, to be fun to read, to have yeah. a voice. Yeah. And, and as a parent, when I read books, I'm all, I'm all the voices and the this and the that. Oh, absolutely. And so yeah. I wanted that to be there. And, I, and when I read it, like I said, when I read the final edit and I was reading it to the girls, I could hear... I'm, I'm nowhere. I'm not Terry Pratchett. He's, an, he's a god of writers, but might be one day. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I could. But I could hear some of the stuff that I'd loved as a kid yes. and, as, and as an adult. And yes, I was yes. pleased with it. it was, I was quietly chuffed and excellent. Uh, yeah, the, so the drama side of it is big in it because I do want it to feel like it has momentum. Like these characters yeah. have. Yeah. That, that they're not just written it, they actually exist. So yeah. hopefully that comes across. Fabulous, fabulous. Because you know, I I would. I know you'd agree with me, sorry, in in perhaps saying that there is not enough engagement in imagination for kids these days. They they live a very structured life and and what a magic thing to be able to pick up a book like inside the notebook um, and escape. Um, So when you were writing this, you mentioned you worked with Tilly. Sorry, what's your other daughter's name? Isla. Isla. So both of them had some input obviously into your book. Yes, I, I, look, Isla was really little, so, at the oh, time, okay. so she's three years younger. So because oh. it was two years ago, I mean, this is the crazy thing is, I right, know, right? You're right, and then the book is coming out like a year I know. And a half, two years <laughs> later. So Till was only she was what, six, and okay. so Isaac was only three. So right, okay. Um, so I, like I said, I'd started a few novels and plays and things, and I sat down with Tilly because it, it was born, like I said, from the idea that I, I just thought there was a gap. There's really a gap there in is the a gap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and so we sat down, and she was she was very cute. She was like, "Well, you know, why do you want me to? Why do you want to know what I think?" I said, "Because you're, you're amazing. <laughs> you have, you know, she's got a one." The see the thing about Abby, in the book, yeah, yeah. The, Abby in the book is a drawer. She loves to draw, and Tilly loves to draw. She's all about the drawing, and Isla now so, too. So is Abby Tilly or no, just, no, 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 not really. Um, she has aspects like that. Abby's yeah. more like it'd be more like. Um, me as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and You've then, drawn on many things to make. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Until yeah. there's a lot of things that that, that that happens in the book or that little little things like uh, one of the T-shirts, she gets given a T-shirt as one of the earlier presents in her life from her granny, Anastasia, and, and it's called a Love Heart Pals T-shirt. Of course, that doesn't exist, but that's something that Tilly came up with oh. when she was really little. <laughs> so things like that were in there until – we just suggest, she just suggested it's so long ago now I can I can barely yeah. even remember but she sat down and she suggested we just ran through ideas and and we came up with a big list of where mm. Abby could go in that first book and and what she could be like and then when I sat down to take those ideas mm. that's when 
to be honest, my process was just, I just started writing to see what would happen. I was and, just about to ask you what your writing process looked like. <laughs> yeah, so I I sat down and I thought I'll try and write a try and write a chapter a day or try yeah. you know every couple of the days and because yeah. they're short. The idea was behind it was like you know with kids' books, short chapters so that kids know they're getting they're going somewhere. Yes, um, and yes. They don't have to commit so much time. It's, it's quick engagement, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. So and then I just like I said with my writing the people I admire, the writers, I just wanted to to write and to see what, to try and create Abby and then just see what she would do, like yeah. just to see how it would Watch feel. her evolve, really. Yeah, that's and I love that. I find that really yeah. amazing with the best writers. Uh, and so I, I started writing and the shy Abby came in that first chapter. I just yeah. I realised that's who you she was. was right. But yeah. I loved, I, with Abby, the, the, my, the thing I love about that character and why I was really, in the end I sent it around because I, I felt proud it was the outside of Abby, the, the girl that starts, she's telling the story from later, but the girl that she talks about at the start is frozen in the social fear and that society. But wow. the girl, but the girl telling the story is the girl after. And she's actually very funny and very interesting and really strong. And wow. the ideas for if there was another book, there's like I've put some ideas about the way you know that character gets to explore the world. And yeah, I, I loved the fact that. You got mm. both the stories. You got the, the the really funny, cool, you know, yep. character who tells a story about a girl. I think I can relate to, and I think a lot of kids that I teach can relate to, yeah. where they just don't know. If they want to inside. They've got all this to offer. Yeah, but, but how do they? Yeah, there's a block. Yeah. And so then the funny characters that she meets and the, all the little activities that That's she goes through. Awesome. All, yeah, this just represents each of those steps yeah. to being having a voice, realizing that voice comes with responsibilities, and yeah. that. Bravery is the key to it, or just to find that oh, bravery. I'm loving your author messages. You're ticking all the boxes <laughs> for like well-being, yeah. um, adventure. You know, woo, go Pete! I say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, tell me, what were your greatest challenges then for writing this? I mean, we're a saturated market. There is so much out there. What did you do to make sure that um, inside the notebook was unique and different? It's an interesting question. I the hardest part was I got to the middle, middle third. Yep. Two thirds through probably and started to think. Well, you, you get that, that you get your um imposter syndrome kicking in. Anything, all right. Yeah, anything all right. Well, now with one of my novels. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And and I'm thinking, how does this even end? And I'm thinking because yeah. I hadn't decided. I, I knew yeah. I knew basically what the twist was, and I basically knew I knew what I wanted her yeah. to become. But I had no idea how that would happen. And and so I was writing away and the challenge was to, to not give up about yes. two-thirds in. And then Good advice to listeners. Did you yeah. hear that, everybody? Don't give up. <laughs> That's it. It's actually it, that was one of the big takeaways for me as a person in yeah. this. Because I've yes. been a, I've been a musician, I've been an actor, um, and all these creative pursuits. The hardest yeah. part is to have the faith. That yes. sooner or later that what you're doing is worthwhile. And and it's, the commitment, would you say? I mean, it's not easy. No, no, it's it's, it, it's because it's especially hard for any creative pursuit because there's just no way to know if it's any good. This is true. This <laughs> yeah. is true. You're soon to find out, Pete. <laughs> yeah, that's that's left, and that's another the next scariest thing. But um, so the, yeah, the challenge was to to finish, and then once I was finishing, and once I realised, and I and I rewritten this in a couple of times, and then I was happy. Yeah, the uniqueness came. Um, 
it came from, the concept was the, the pictures and the, and, and the, and the writing at the, that bookends the start and the end mm. is realistic. It's, it's a real world. It's, it's where she yeah. lives. But yes. all of the pictures in the middle are what she draws. So the idea was oh. her world is her drawings, which for me is Tilly's drawings in my oh head. Oh, my gosh. That is so clever. And then the either end um, is, is supposed to be, and fingers crossed, this is what it looks like in the end. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's why on the book cover you see the Abby who I love, I think, and has done a fantastic job, like the the real um, Abby looking out of the book, but all around her are these unique characters. And that was what, actually, what was the, that was the one draft we did of the cover was I wanted the three animals, King Flamingo and the bear, Big Bertha yeah. the bear and Lord Reginald to be not what you would normally get. It would be this yes. Abby's version of these things, of, which, yes. which I love with kids' drawings. They don't. They're, oh, they're always so just a little bit exaggerated in just yeah. the funniest ways, and I've always the, enjoyed. Yeah. So that that was what the idea was. That I hoped that kids would see those drawings, think, "Oh, that's how I draw it," or whatever. Yeah, I, can, I can get that. Yeah. Yeah, and so the kids who are shy might get that boost from it, but all the also kids just you, you know kids that don't have that will laugh, and so yeah. that's that's where the yeah. Is. So, so it's going to reach a wide variety, but I hope I'm, so. I'm so feeling that would reach those shy children because obviously Abby. Uh, morphs and becomes bigger and better in her own right and I mean how inspiring for anyone who's shy to know well if Abby can do it I can do it I love that and you know quickly putting my teacher hat on my brain's going crazy with um you know the big thing is journaling and and all of that at the moment this lends itself perfectly to that because you know it's self um development and you could market Ring me later. We'll market this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I do hope that someone. One of my. I told my principal, and yeah. the, first, the first thing he said was, "So when are you making the class resources?" And I was like, yes, I, exactly. I, had, I hadn't even considered it." And I look. I do wrote it. to the, the principal of my daughter's school, who's lovely Adele, and and look, I'm going in to talk to read some of the books, to talk to the grade twos, and oh it is nice gosh. because the message. I, I do find. When you're shy, because it's not, I mean, social anxiety and things like that are, oh, yeah. you know, there are, there are diagnosed. But on the yeah. whole, though, people just, if you're shy, you're just shy. And yeah. the message is kind of like, wow, just get over it. When that is actually a really hard process. So, the, yeah, the book is supposed to be those three steps that, love it. you know, that it's, you move towards finding that strength. Yeah. And, and despite that, that's okay. But you can still be your own little superhero, right? That's right, and it's not about changing. Abby doesn't become somebody else. She just no, absolutely not. Yeah. She puts who she is on the outside. Has the, has the, the courage to say, "I'm actually really, I'm a good person." You know, I, I yeah, I'm okay, just like I am. That's yeah. it. I, I haven't changed. I'm just letting you know who I actually am. Oh wow, I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> now you keep saying first book. I'm feeling Peter that there could be someone, another book coming in the whole notebook series. Is this I, a possibility? I would love to do that if this goes well and, and people do like it. I have, I guess when I started writing it, when Tilly and I first talked about it, we did discuss the idea that it's it's an easy serial book or series yes. because, because of the fact that she draws something and, and then she's in that world. Um, and also at the end of the book, without spoiling it, there's some other characters and I felt like, there was definitely an opportunity to perhaps, because I think the shyness thing is done there. I have some other ideas about how yeah. some other interesting, because as a teacher, you would know, <laughs> you, you see these behaviours and it's yeah. not about it's not about getting over 
diagnosed or no. it's about just little things that you see in the classroom that that uh, are, are, are behaviors that are caused by you know just other little yeah or uncertainty fears. yeah exactly or just conditioning at lack, lack of control and things like that yes. so I could see that if I did write another one there'd be some mm. there's some cool options to, to move into so yeah yeah you never know fingers crossed all right. Well, we heard it here first. <laughs> I will be interviewing Pete later at another time for another book. Hopefully. Now, Peter, before I let you go, you are the perfect candidate for my uh, segment, A Minute Inside Your Mind, cool. designed for your brand-new book audience to get to know you a little bit. Cool. Are you ready? You can say pass if it's all too hard. No, nah, it's all good. Go for it. All right. If you could be any superhero in the world, who would you be? Uh, my, I'm, I'm a massive comic fan, so my first superhero would be uh, The Flash because I love. I, I've never got enough time. <laughs> <laughs> the life of a writer and yeah. a teacher. <laughs> and a teacher, more than anything. Are you a dog person or a cat person? I'm a dog person, although I grew up with horses and a horse dad. <gasps> Sorry, horses that I, sh- I should have uh, included some other animals. No, there. dogs are my dogs are my I mean, one and only. So that's yeah, good. You got a Springer Spaniel, haven't you? I do. Eddie, he's my he's my yeah, first Eddie. my first child. <laughs> What was your favourite book as a kid? You you briefly went into it, but remind us. All of the Terry Pratchett books. Yeah. I I've, I was lovely. I read them with my mum in the end, and it's been something I've loved for my whole life. So anything by Terry Pratchett. Perfect. If you could go anywhere in the world, Peter, where would you go? Japan. Haven't been and really want to go, and I'm going to take the kids in a few years. <laughs> oh, nice. Good aim, good aim. What's your favourite type of music? Uh, actually, I'm a heavy metal person. Oh, I would <laughs> yeah. not have picked that one. There yeah, you go. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Tell me three words to describe yourself. Uh, I am empathetic. I am kind and I am uh, unsure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to add super creative to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, second last question. If you could go back into the past and witness an event, what would you do? That's a, that's a tricky one. Uh, I would love to go back. I'm a massive Leeds United fan, so I would love to go back and be in the stadium when we went up uh, four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Simple but good, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky last, why, Peter, does everybody need to buy your book inside the notebook? I think... Everybody should buy it because we we all need a little bit of magic, a little bit of fantasy in our lives, and we can Very all true. we can all do to be a little bit more uh, kind to ourselves. So I hope inside the notebook gives people that opportunity to reflect and be just a little bit more confident and a little bit happier. Love it! You've got my vote. Congratulations! <laughs> thank you, Peter Hodkinson. Thank you so much for giving us some time today. You are a really inspiring human, and oh. I wish you every bit of success going forward. I can feel it in the air. You're good to go. Um, listeners, get out there and support Aussie authors like Peter and grab yourself a copy of Inside the Notebook. It's available now online, soon to be in bookstores and libraries right around Australia. Do yourself a favour, everybody, and grab yourself a copy of this book. Pete, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you so much. Pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.